Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Bad Moms in Business, the podcast. Welcome. We are so excited. We've heard that we have a lot of new listeners and viewers. So thank you so much for being here. My name is Bridget Robertson. I'm Amanda Sharp. I'm Danielle Monahan. So what's up, guys? How are you guys doing? My kids went back to school this week. And we all give a round of applause to all of the parents who have been homeschooling for this long. Mm. It's been and a long time. That, how many months it's been? Oh, Bridget probably has that exact value. <laughs> ten, 10 months. That's insane. Well, I mean, they had summer uh, break, of course, but they've been home for 10 months. Very much. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners, their kiddos are still at home. So your time will come too. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's going in the right direction and we're super pumped about that. Yeah. He's always at home. He's a toddler. That's a whole other story. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, so I, I wanted to touch very quickly about something that I think I can speak for all three of us mm-hmm. of our new obsession. And that is oh, a little bit. Clubhouse. Clubhouse. Oh, is anybody else on Clubhouse out there? Because I know Amanda has brought this to my attention last week. Yep. And I have been obsessed. And when I say obsessed, I mean obsessed. I, Amanda, why don't you tell our friends what Clubhouse is? Because until you texted me last week and said, go on Clubhouse and reserve your name, I was like, go on what now? Do what? Same. So why don't you explain? Well, first of all, I like that she reads my text, go on Clubhouse. Because <laughs> I like would never said it. I was like, Bridget, my, like how I think I said it was, Bridget, you have to check out Clubhouse. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, but basically, Clubhouse is a new social media app. Unfortunately, it is only available with iPhones at this time. So go out yourself, go outside and like get one if you don't got one. Because what? Bridget's making a face. I didn't realize that. Yes. Yes. So it's exclusively beyond exclusive at this point because you're limited to your thing, your phone. And then Mm -hmm. also it's by invite. Um, I'm not too proud to say I begged for mine and I got it. And that's how I landed on Clubhouse. But it's basically for those who don't know yet, it's it's basically like a podcast. It's an audio only social media platform. You go into these individual rooms with experts in whatever field that have a lot to talk about, but it's an interactive podcast. So you can actually ask questions, hear other people ask questions, and it's live and in real time. And it's raw, authentic, kind of like how we do try to keep our podcast here, mm-hmm. but it's so amazing. And I know we've learned a ton so far in this week or so that we've been on it. Well, and I kind of, sorry, Danielle. No, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I have been explaining it to people. I'm going to age myself here, but who remembers AOL chat rooms? Oh, all day. You had, you had your little screen name and you could log on and you could find the (laughs) chat room you wanted to be in. Let's not pretend that I didn't hang out in a ton of Backstreet Boys chat rooms. Oh my gosh, Bridget Robertson. (laughs) I'm not surprised Um, by this at all. No, um, but that's kind of what it's, it's like, but instead of typing, you are, it's just audio. There's no video. It's all audio. So it's like an updated AOL chat room for mm-hmm. professionals. I would say I would add that yes. little, like, you know, disclosure to it. I think if you're not that minded type of person, you might find yourself going, I don't really get this, but it's for the entrepreneur or professional 
It's well, there's so many different topics and interests that you can be a part of as well. It's not, I would say it's kind of geared towards entrepreneurs, but I mean, there's musicians and rappers and woodworking and gamers. That's a big one. I keep seeing those pop up in yeah, my those feed are for some reason. That, yeah. I couldn't be less interested in that, but <laughs> there's so much things about podcasts, creating your own podcast, social media, you name it. You name it, it's out there. I wonder, I wonder too, maybe we feel like it's for professionals because we're going on specifically looking for podcasts. Great points. Maybe if I was going on looking for Backstreet Boys chat rooms, I could find it. Or you could host your recipes. Own. You know, I guess I, sure. you're, that's such a great, great point. There could be more. Yes. Like there could be golfing. There could be, you're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. That's a really good point. Yes, we'll have because, to find out. We'll have to spend more time and find out. Well, and the thing is, it's tailored. Your rooms and your your suggestions are tailored to your interests that you mm-hmm. log in with when you originally set up your app. So that would make sense. It didn't even default to give me those options once I established myself. It was all business, business, business because that's where me and the bat. Yep. Yeah. Those are where my interests are. My hobbies are more work. Yeah. That's just what Absolutely. I do. I love it. But we love it and we see great value in it. Um, we're all out of invites. So I know. Okay. So that's another fair point is that you get, when you first log in, you get one invite. That's it. You can share your invitation with just one other person, but the more you are involved in the rooms and you host your own rooms and you're speaking, then you can start gaining more. But you know, everybody wants on Clubhouse right now. So these things are just going out left and right, but maybe we could create a space over on our Facebook VIP group. Shameless plug for our VIP group. If anybody has an invite or needs an invite, maybe we can start a post over there. Yeah. And then we can also start a post and say, Hey, if you're on clubhouse, drop your name here. Cause we can all follow each other. Oh, and- I would love that. So awesome. Cool. That's where we've been the last week. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> flown by staying up yeah. until like one, two o'clock in the morning. This is not like me. This is weird, but I'm loving every minute of it. <laughs> I love so it. So today we're actually talking about imposter syndrome. Um, I think this is something that is a very trendy, but relevant topic. Um, I first heard about imposter syndrome maybe like a year ago for the first time. And all of a sudden I was like checking all of the bo- these boxes, like I have that, I have that, I have that, I have that. And it just sort of clicked that oh, like, oh my gosh, maybe this is something I should look into. So, so she did. I did. <laughs> I have a ton of research here. I have a ton of information. Fashion. She did do that. I did. I, I mean, are we surprised by this? <laughs> no. So why don't you guys talk a little bit about what imposter syndrome means to you and then we can kind of get into the, the stats a little bit. Bridget, I'll let you go first on that. Okay. So <laughs> for, <laughs> for me, I first heard about it probably around the same time ago, Danielle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for me, it, it means not taking credit for the success that you've built for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um not acknowledging the fact that you are where you are because you worked really hard to get there. That's, that's in a nutshell what it is for me. And it's interesting. We can talk about this in a few more minutes, but um, I think 
it's mostly found in business, but I find that I actually have it even in like my parenting and other aspects of my life. Yes. Yes. And more. Yes. Amanda has a different take on this. <laughs> I, and we actually, her for it. <laughs> I admire her for it. it. I, like a year and a half ago is when I heard it for the first time and I was like, well, I exactly know what it means based just by the words that it's using. Mm-hmm. Imposter syndrome, basically, right? I know what an imposter is. Um, and it was interesting because the more you dove into it, how many people really fell into that bracket? And I'm like, wow, that's a lot of people because I don't fall in that bracket. <laughs> except for a very tiny bit. And we'll get back into the results a little bit um, as we dive into it deeper. But I thought it was very, very interesting. Yet such a sad statement at the same time that there's actually a term for that, that people are don't feel that their accomplishments are worthy of recognition mm. or their seat at the table hasn't been earned. That bothers me. And I think that's something I really love about you is, Amanda, you are a very hard worker. We all are well aware of that. And I hope everybody who's listening or watching right now realizes that in you as well. But you own it. You're like, absolutely, I put in the hard work. And I wish I had an ounce of that. I wish you did too. (laughs) (laughs) And I I was like, how do I say that without sounding, I don't want you to sound like, I'm not saying I want you to be like me. I want you to feel that you are a hard worker, extreme hard worker. And it is mind boggling to me that this syndrome, this imposter syndrome keeps you from feeling that your seat at the table is Mm -hmm. one, even there. And two, that you should be sitting in it. That blows my mind. And you are not alone in feeling that way. It just is crazy to me. I know it's, it's absolutely crazy. So let's go through some of the signs. I have things wrote down here. Let's go through some of the signs if you have imposter syndrome, about imposter syndrome. So self-doubt is one, which I think this, I feel like imposter syndrome, there's all varying levels to this. And we'll talk about a test a little bit later to see where you fall like on the spectrum of imposter syndrome. Um, But self-doubt, I feel like can creep up in pretty much every area of our lives. We've talked about this a hundred times over with being a parent and mom guilt and everything like that. Um, Attributing your success, like Bridget was talking about, to external factors. So- I got to where I am today because of so-and-so or because they did this for me or a hand up or whatever the case may be. I'm overachieving. This is something that I am very guilty of. Mm -hmm. I shoot for the stars because I feel like I have to. And then even when I get there, (laughs) essentially, I'm like, how'd I get here? (laughs) It's kind of ridiculous. And then the last one is self-sabotage which I think Mm. is an important one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Okay. Oh, sorry. Do you have a point? No, I was just really like huffing and puffing about that. Like, yeah, self-sabotage. A lot of people do that. Mm -hmm, For sure. But some people don't even understand why. So I think it's important to have these conversations. Agreed. Um, So we have a couple of different types of imposter syndrome. So perfectionist, where they're never satisfied about anything. Um, Superhero. Which So they just push themselves to do more and more and more and achieve more. The experts, where they are never satisfied with their level of understanding, so they're constantly trying to learn, um, which I don't think is necessarily a bad thing, but I think if you don't feel proficient enough in your understanding of whatever the subject is, then 
that's where the issue is. Um, natural genius, which I was a little confused by that. Um, and it just means basically that you have way too lofty of goals and then you get very disappointed when you don't reach those goals. And then the soloist is that you, <laughs> Bridget's waving her hand. <laughs> and then the soloist, which is you find that you have a sense of like weakness, that there's a weakness in you for asking for help. So you prefer to do things alone. And I will say like, if there's any pauses during this podcast, it's because we're assessing during this oh, conversation. Yeah. This is a heavy topic. This is a this heavy, heavy topic. We're like, ooh, uh, mm, there, it is a heavy topic. So um, it's not the audio glitching out. It's, it's us going, we're self-aware in mm-hmm. ourselves. <laughs> Got to think through it. We do. We do. Um, those are interesting labels for those. Mm-hmm. Um, Bridget, you were raising your hand on, she's like all of them. <laughs> is it the lofty, was it the lofty goals one? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think you guys know this because of the profession that we're in and the conversations mm-hmm. we've had for our business goals that I have made a goal that I think should be attainable that I have seen other people hit. And then when I don't hit it, <laughs> I'm like, see, I suck. Like I'm not even cut out mm. for this job. And Amanda. <laughs> I have a question about this. Oh, is okay. this a form of self-sabotage? I would most certainly say it is. But I'm, disclaimer, we're not medical experts. We're not psychiatrists. 100%. We're just good friends calling each other out on the bull crap. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I, I never considered that it was self-sabotage. Why would that be? If you are setting lofty goals, Mm -hmm. thinking that maybe I can't do this to therefore say, see, I told you I can't do this. Oh. So you are setting these maybe, you know, too high of goals for yourself at this period in time, not because, yes, I think that I can get there. I'm setting this high goal because I believe in myself, but you're setting it up there because you ultimately want to not do it. Hmm. <laughs> Something to think about. I don't know. Again, the hmms, huh? He, where mm-hmm. I want to smack her and be like, but you, you achieved this, right? And this level is phenomenal. That level was ridiculously amazing. Like, but this level is phenomenal and phenomenal is to be celebrated just as much as exceptional. And isn't it funny that we can see it in each other? Oh, yeah. As opposed to seeing it, like you're too close to yourself to to see what you're doing. So Bridget, I can tell you this all day. (laughs) You're setting too high of goals because you're self-sabotaging. And then I go do the same thing. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I didn't do that. Well, when you were reading through those, Danielle, uh, (laughs) was it the first one, the perfectionist one? I pointed at the camera. you my friends yeah mm-hmm. this is this is what I do but also I just feel like it's just I don't know it's just ingrained in me it's part of my personality I am a Virgo for anybody who <laughs> believes in that kind of thing and I don't even know if I do but it doesn't matter we don't need to get off on that side tangent but I am a perfectionist and I am very hard on my work and I expect perfection out of everything mm-hmm. and when does that happen? That doesn't happen. 
And I'm the person in the world who goes, there's no such thing as perfection. Mm-hmm. What do you, what's your one key phrase? You always have one key yep. phrase that you always say. Done is better than perfect. 100. <laughs> oh, I love it. It's so good. And I need to hear that often because that's not how my brain works. Because never in a million years are you or Bridget going to produce junk. So when, I, when it's done, it's great. It maybe isn't where you want it, but it's good. You yeah. know what I mean? So our level of done is better than perfect is, is amazing. I just love how you are so positive and you like, I just love that you have this spin on the situation because if all three of us were suffering from this, I think Mm -hmm. this conversation would be going in a much different direction. For sure. Well, yeah, we would all, we would all be sitting here down on ourselves and we would- No, I suck. No, I suck. No, I suck. Right. It's the, it's what I like to call, um- the, oh, what, what is the phrase that I just used the other day? Now I'm not going to remember it, but when we, we try to compete for whose life is, is worse than the other. And it's like this Olympic event where like, I had something really bad happen today. Well, if you think that's bad, you should hear my day. I can't stand that kind of stuff. So Amanda, we need you because we would be falling into that well, I set this goal and I didn't make it. So obviously this is not the career that I'm supposed to be in. And Danielle would be like, I made this thing, but it doesn't look right. And I can't, how am I going to put this out into the world? And then there's Amanda who's like, I think this is all really great. And I'm proud of you. (laughs) We need her all the time. I always say how proud I am of us because yes, we're trying to strive for different things in the podcast, our professional careers, our mothering, our parenting, our, our being a good spouse, but still like any progress is progress, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And I will say, and I want everyone to hear it. I'm going to say it twice. Mm-hmm. Misery loves company. Misery loves company. So when you're in a funk, don't go around miserable people. You're so right. You need to find yourself an Amanda to pull you out of that funk. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'll say it a third time. Misery loves company. Don't fall victim to that. What happens when Amanda is in a funk? Is Amanda ever in a funk? Because I feel like I've never seen Amanda in a funk. Not a real one. Uh, You know, let me tell you a little story. (laughs) We've got how many more minutes? No, no. I got into a real bad funk one time in my life. I mean, we all get a little down, right? Like I'm not talking down, like funk. Like it hurt to breathe funk. Mm -hmm. And I know some of our listeners aren't necessarily spiritual and all that good stuff. But when I got into my lowest of lows and my biggest of funks where it hurt to breathe, I literally said the words, (laughs) Lord, like it hurts to breathe. Like I can't do this Mm. anymore. And he was like, listen, girl, when I bring you down the most, that's when you need me the most. I just wanted you to need me again because I was so arrogant that I didn't think I needed anyone. And so like I was brought down to like the pits of my personal hell. Like everyone has different levels, right? But for me, and that's when I realized like, so when a man needs somebody, I have somebody. It's just not earthly. Mm, that's I love powerful. That. Some people, you know, meditate. Some people find what their thing is. But for me, that was it. And so I don't look for something earthly to pull me out of the trenches anymore. I go straight to like the source. <laughs> that's super powerful. 
Sorry to like get on that tangent, but I do think our testimonies are super important and I don't want anyone to think that I've not been low because like I said, for any woman, I think when you hear a woman say it hurt to breathe, we know what that means. We know how low that person was when they're saying it hurt to breathe. Yeah. So I share that because I, we've all been there. Some people just fall victim to it less often. For sure. So I would say this is something that um, since I first learned about what imposter syndrome is, trying to work on myself and try to be better at it, um, I did find a couple of things that were online to, um, to, to try to do to counteract this. I, I think it's going to come in waves. Sure. Just like anything else, you're going to have your good days and your bad days, your good months, your bad months. Um, but one of the first things that I was reading everywhere is to talk about it. And stop being yeah. so silent about it. And I think that, especially as women, we take a lot on. We wear a lot of different hats. Yes. And we try to do it all. And we also, one of the things is to stop comparing. We also compare ourselves to everybody else. But the way that we're doing that is through social media. I would say at least over 50% of the time. For me, personally, it's probably closer to 80 or 90% of the time, especially during COVID because you aren't seeing as many people, but you're only seeing one little snippet of their snippet isn't a word. I understand that. I say it all the time. My husband makes fun of me. Um, but like you, you're seeing this tiny little segment of their lives and they're never going to put the terrible moments that they have on social media. Mm -hmm. Agreed. And I feel like that's something that I've really been working on is understanding that and that we don't see all of the bad things. We don't see the behind the scenes and it's okay to talk about it. Yeah. Comparison is the thief of joy. I always have to remind myself of that, that I did not come up with that myself. I like that. Um, found that somewhere online. I'm going to write that down. <laughs> but it's true because while we are so busy looking around at what everyone else has or what everyone else has accomplished, A, uh, when I was studying the imposter syndrome, the article I read said 70% of people suffer from this. I believe so, it. So Danielle, I might be looking at your Instagram, for example, and thinking, oh my gosh, she's so uh, put together. She's so successful. Her life is just perfect. Meanwhile, as you're posting that, you're like, I really hope people don't see through this and realize how terrible my life is on the other side. Absolutely. And so while we're comparing ourselves to people who are also imperfect and also suffering with this kind of stuff behind the scenes, we are not taking the time to celebrate and be joyful for what we have in our own lives. So mm -hmm. I do try and think of that. It's way easier said than done. It is. I think it takes practice and it takes courage. Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of what our platform is designed to do is to help women realize these type of struggles in their lives and know that they are not alone. I actually had a conversation this morning with one of my very good friends um, talking about motherhood and how hard it is. And she mentioned, I won't go into specifics, but she mentioned a, an issue that she's been having. And she was like, I don't even know why I'm telling you this. Of course, you've never dealt with something like this before. And I'm like, actually, <laughs> I deal with it quite often. And it's something that I'm still struggling through. And it's okay because nobody's perfect. You know, we are all in the same boat and we are just going through different stages of our lives. Yeah. Um, you have other friends? I didn't... <laughs> 
Very few, very few. <laughs> we didn't sign off on that. So I just wanted to bring that to everyone's attention. Listen, for those that are listening and or watching right now, I do believe Bridget has a text thread with people who are called my best friends. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Who were we? We're just her co-host. I know. We're nobody. Riding my coattails to success. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I had a drink in my mouth that almost went everywhere. That could have been so bad. So Bridget, why don't you tell us about the test that we took? Yeah. So it was a test of, I think, seven questions, if I'm not mistaken. I think so. Yes. It was very short. I was surprised. Super short. It was weird because when I pulled it up, it said it was going to take 10 minutes. And I thought, we can't yeah. share because no one's got 10 minutes to sit around and do this. I mean, I do, but not everyone. It took 12 seconds. So yeah, when, we, when we inevitably share this, don't be um, turned off by the fact that it says that because I don't know why it does. Anyway, um, a series of seven questions and you can answer strongly disagree, neither agree nor disagree or strongly agree. Um, and it's just a, a series of questions that will help you discover this about yourself essentially, because even Amanda who does not suffer from this did have one she, thing that she agreed with. Yep, on yep, that, she still on that scored. I still scored. Still scored. <laughs> Very yeah. small. So I don't remember the questions and it's probably for the best that I don't because we can share it and it'll yeah, be yes. to everyone. Uh, but my percentage was 58%. And I was like, well, that's okay, I guess. Mm -hmm. And then Amanda, why don't you tell us what your percentage was? Well, it was 14. (laughs) It was the first test in my life that the lower the score was perceived to be the better. Absolutely. (laughs) This is why we love you so much. I feel like I got a solid B on this test. (laughs) Um, A minus. A minus. I was going to say A plus. I mean, 14%? Come on. And I, I mean, do we want to talk about like why I think, I mean, why I got to 14%. So my, my one thing that I know I got nailed on and I wanted to like lie about it, but I, I answered truthfully was I ha- I do have a really hard time accepting compliments. And so that was the only one that I couldn't like, you know, rebuttal against. And so it was, um, I don't know if that was the proper word, but I used it anyway, because I do like, I immediately turn the compliment back onto a different person. Mm-hmm it's very uncomfortable for me to take a compliment. So I think that's where I actually scored. You're beautiful, mm-hmm. Amanda. Oh we my gosh, you. so are you. See, do you like See? default? I was going to try to just default let you it. sit there and, and soak it in. That was a close one. <laughs> <laughs> You're sweating. <laughs> yeah. Score. <laughs> yeah. What did you score, Danielle? Um, I don't remember if I'm oh, being 100% honest. It I was remember. high. Oh, you remember? It was high. 79. 79. Yeah, that's it. Yep, that was it. It was very high. Um, I think something to keep in mind about this too, and maybe it's different for everybody, but for me, I feel like it would depend on the day, depend on the time, depend on the kind of day that of I had on how I would score. Um, so I have highs and lows with, with this, like I've said, and so I've been struggling with it a lot lately, if I'm being perfectly honest, like probably – since right around the beginning of the year, things have started to creep in. And um, I think that's why I scored so high, but I'm working on it. Maybe if I'd have taken it a week ago, it would have been a hundred percent. So (laughs) we're working on it. And I guess 
I want to talk about the word imposter a little bit, if that's mm-hmm. okay, because I just really feel like sometimes I just want to give people the tool to reconfigure their thinking. An imposter is somebody who's doing something that they truly know nothing about. Mm-hmm. If I was to pose and be an imposter that I'm a police officer, I, that's being an imposter. Mm-hmm. I don't have any knowledge. I've not been trained. I, that is me being an imposter. So Danielle, you thinking you have imposter syndrome over you knowing exactly what you're doing in your job and doing it so well is not the same thing. So I feel like we need to understand what a true imposter is and that we're not that. So I don't know how we can retrain ourselves to just think differently and be more gentle with ourselves because you've earned everything that you've accomplished and Bridget, so have you. And all of the accomplishments are amazing. Do you think this is why my career as a swimsuit model has not taken off? Because I truly don't know how to be a swimsuit model? That's exactly why. You just haven't been equipped with the knowledge yet. Yes. Or the, or the tools, if we're being honest. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Can we talk a little bit about why we got on this subject and what kind of sparked our interest for this? It kind of comes full circle to Clubhouse. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <clears throat> Amanda, you, wanna you want to just me to briefly, lead off? We don't have to go into specifics or anything. I but- can, can I name the name? I mean, I'm fine with it. I'm okay. I think so. Okay. So how this all started was I went into one of the Clubhouse rooms and I got a talk in too. Even mm-hmm. the non-imposter syndrome person got a talk in too. And while I may not have imposter syndrome, I still am very reserved with the gloating, the, the putting myself out there because I feel like it's not being humble and I do need to get past that. So there's a different li- layer of that for me, right? Can I, can I say something really quick too? Because yes, I yeah. think that some of this goes back to being women. I yes. don't know what the stats are. I would be very interested to see the stats on the percentage of women that have this versus the percentage of men that have this because I feel like it it is 100% okay in today's society for a man to say, I did this, I am a boss, and this is why. Where if if a woman does that, she may come across in a negative light. A thousand percent. And so I, when I went to introduce myself in the room, I used the deadly phrase that came back and doomed me for the rest of eternity. I'm just Amanda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's 45 minutes of TikTok. I was in a room for TikTok experts. Like that's what I wanted to learn about. Next thing I know, it's 45 minutes of Amanda therapy and people were probably like, what happened? But it was the most amazing blessing I could have ever been blessed with, to be completely honest. And her name was Revy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so I immediately come back and tell you both like, oh my gosh, I just got chewed out. and It was the most amazing thing in the world. You guys, she was glowing. She was ecstatic over this conversation. And she's telling us how this woman, who is incredible, let's be honest. Incredible. Gave her such a talking to. And I'm sitting there like, oh my gosh, I would cry. (laughs) I would absolutely cry. And here you are just like overjoyed. Like we got to have a conversation with her. 
I know because she gave me the permission to be like, just be your voice, Amanda. Like, yes, shut up about it and do it. I'm like, all right. And so it was so amazing. And then we found her again later that evening. We did a little stalking. And uh, Bridget got herself the talking to. (laughs) You guys, I went into this room, right? And I'm thinking, I got this woman beat. She did. You did. Mm-hmm. She, her, your responses were so tailored. Oh, and they were deliberate. They were deliberate. And oh my gosh. Go yeah. on, Bridget. Go on. So I go in and I'm thinking, I'm smarter than this person. <laughs> I can do this. So she calls me to the proverbial stage, if you will, and says, Bridget, tell me about, you know, what you do. And so I gave her a very fake, clearly canned response. And she was yeah. like, hmm. <laughs> okay. And then she asked about the, and I felt so bad about this part, you guys. She asked about the podcast because all three of us were in that room. Mm-hmm. And so I go on to explain the pon- podcast again, very like fake and tailored and deliberate. And she was like, that sounds boring. <laughs> And, and I, we, we all know our Bridget, and she's anything but boring. Okay. So, Ravi is like really uh, taking me to task. And I'm texting Amanda and Danielle, like, I'm really sorry because the people in this room are never going to listen to our podcast because that's so terrible. <laughs> and, so funny. Oh my gosh. Long story short, um, we found out that I'm a people oh pleaser, God. which if you know me, you know that about me. Mm-hmm. Um, but you and, were trying to pretend you weren't, and she totally called your butt out on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, she was like, you, you think that those are, that's what I wanted to hear from you? She was like, you just bored me to tears. I'm paraphrasing. Um, but not far off. It wasn't that far <laughs> off. Um, people want you to be yourself, and... If you are not being yourself because you're afraid that people aren't going to like you, who cares? And I was like, but I will die. I will die if someone doesn't like me. (laughs) And she said, "Mm, that's not true. Move on. Like be yourself. And I feel like typically in myself, but there's, there's definitely such a, a people pleasing spot in my body that is. I, I can't get, I'm trying to get rid of it. Sure. We'll put it that way. Not I that wonder, I can't, I'm going to try. I wonder if that's part of an imposter syndrome sign. Ooh. I wonder if that, I didn't read that, but I wonder if, if it is. Maybe. But Danielle. Yeah. So. so had a run in with Ravi. Yes. I was unable to have a conversation with her that evening um, that Bridget did, but I, I listened to it. So my conversation went a little bit different with her. I had a conversation yesterday and I basically just laid it all out on the table and maybe it's something we will save for another topic idea or something one day. But, um, I told her my life story and instead of ripping me a new one, which I was very nervous, I was very, very nervous. I was shaking guys. (laughs) And she was like, Oh my gosh, you have this, you have this thing called life figured out. And then again, that ties into that imposter syndrome is I'm like, no, I don't. 
What are you talking about? I couldn't possibly have life figured out. What are you talking about? I've gone through this and this, and I still have to do this. And I struggle with this all the time. And, uh, but yeah, my conversation went definitely different, but still so incredible. And yours went different because you learned to try not to fake it out. Like you just went in with all your chips. Like Mm -hmm. she was going to dig it out anyway. (laughs) Yep. It was a lot less painful by me offering it up and her pulling it out of my soul. Oh yeah. That, that like interrogation that she gave me and my husband, Chris is just sitting in the chair, staring at me like, what is this that you are doing right now? When it was, I, I had you guys, I had him listening. I was so embarrassed, but at the end of the day, we got there. So, Mm -hmm. and didn't it, if like, and that's why I was so joyful to like come to both of you guys. You guys were the first people that I told about it because I'm like, oh my gosh, it was such a breakthrough. Like what a load off it was. And I believe chance meetings just land us into places that can end up in such amazing growth. And I just definitely think that was a chance meeting, you know, in this world of how many people we found us our Rebbe and we, yeah. we often reference, what would Rebbe do? What would Rebbe do? <laughs> yeah. And we've only known her for less than a week now. Mm-hmm. Well, and let's She's- be, let's be fair. We, we don't know her. We fair. just, um, <laughs> That's we very fair. her around we know her voice. We know her as an empowering woman who mm-hmm. empowers women mm-hmm. and that I will forever be thankful for. And we, I think we'll absolutely link all of her information. Um, cause Absolutely. she has over 90,000 followers on TikTok. She has a wonderful following on Instagram, all that good stuff. And she really, really, um, just good at what she does. Yeah. And she, she cares yeah. for women. She cares for everybody, but she cares for women. And I think that we all needed to hear whatever her message was. We needed to hear it yep. in that moment. Mm-hmm. It's true. I agree. Mm-hmm. And so um, we're influencer adjacent now. So watch it at the end. Yeah. Watch out. I'm just saying, you never can know. You, can you explain for our listeners who didn't understand what you meant? <laughs> <laughs> what you mean by that? <laughs> so the three of us are, are maybe not considered influencers. We don't have that verified check mark. We're not, no. we're not there, but we are very close to now to someone who is. Oh, but because oh. of that, I feel like her success is our success, you guys. Absolutely. <laughs> like we're successful once removed. <laughs> that's, it, that's, that's it. That's it. That's it. I see. What a great explanation for our viewers who didn't catch it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wink, wink, wink. Yeah, wink. We're, we are the Kim Kardashian to Paris Hilton circa 2006. Oh, that's so Is that like what time all of that was? I'm very, I don't know. I, I was not I'm like hoping. in with any of it. I don't know that anyone would question it. So it sounded right. It sounded right. <laughs> Love it. Any final thoughts? <sighs> Go easy on yourselves out there like because it's... we all struggle with this. And I would love to see women start owning their success and not attributing it to, well, it's because of this, that, or the other. Like Maybe you're just really awesome and you really did just mm-hmm. do that because of who you are. And it had nothing to do with anyone else. Can I add to that? Because I think that's so great. But at the same time, there's tools and there are still people who helped 
get us there, you know, that were monumental in, in that breakthrough, mm-hmm. that next leveling up. And, you know, it doesn't hurt to say, you know, that I stepped up because of this person at the same time. And that doesn't like take away from your accomplishment to maybe bring up another woman in that same conversation. Mm -hmm. Okay. So thank you, Amanda, for all my success. It was all you. (laughs) (laughs) Look at her turning that compliment around. She just doesn't want to take it. I was was like, you cut out what, what? Like I didn't hear that, Bridget. (laughs) No, no. But I think there's, I think we all have, whether it be our spouse, you know, like I know I could not be where I'm at without a spouse that doesn't limit me. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's always things and that's okay. That doesn't take, that doesn't diminish my accomplishments. Yeah. Takes a village. It does. And watch out for us on our Facebook groups and other social media platforms because we will be giving you crap if it's needed. Ooh, yeah, maybe not yeah. from Amanda, but I will be sticking <laughs> the right person on you. I'll be my tagability that I can pull out in a comment. Is oh yeah, strong. Oh yeah. <laughs> Don't make me tag a Bridget, Danielle, and now a Revy, and they'll get on you. Now a Revy. Can we wrap this up um, with one quick message? Ooh, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Today, I'm going to pull the curtain back a little bit. Today is January 12th. We, we, we record on Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. Today is our biggest fan's birthday. So happy birthday yes. to my mother. Oh my gosh. I'm so <laughs> glad you brought that up because happy I'm, birthday. Talk about women helping women. She has been nothing short of an amazing ambassador, cheerleader, encourager mm-hmm. to us. So supportive. And comment sharing. I mean, absolutely that. Thank you for bringing that up because we are so grateful. Mm-hmm. I call her Aunt Lori. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will now call her Aunt Lori. Hi, Aunt Lori. Um, I so. did not appreciate your shout out to her on Facebook, Bridget Robertson. Um, would you like to Explain the words that you used to your lovely mother, who was our number one fan. I said, happy birthday, mom. Now that you're 75, you can go get your COVID vaccine and really start partying again. Um. (laughs) And just for those who don't know Aunt Lori, she's not anywhere near 75. (laughs) That's Bridget. (laughs) Oh, Keeping us humble. <laughs> Boy, we just pulled that curtain right back, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so happy birthday, mom. You're not 75. I won't share your real age, but happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> I love it. What a good day. So what do. are we ending today's podcast with? Be proud. Ooh. Be proud of it. yourself. Be proud. Whether that's proud because you achieved some sort of uh, success in your goal setting, whether that's proud because you achieved some sort of success in parenting, um, you should be proud and not uh, throw away that success or roll your eyes at that success because you feel like there's outside influences. Just be proud of yourself. 
And there are some of our viewers, as I was in that trench that one time that it hurt to breathe, just sometimes be proud that you are breathing and you're making Mm -hmm. it to the next day. That's a huge accomplishment. Yep. Don't forget to ask for help. Yes. Yeah. There are a lot of people out there who do want to help Mm -hmm. and encourage and be a light for people. Mm, I love that. Be proud. Good word, Bridget. I feel like you were ready with that one too. I was. I was, I I was racking my brain earlier. So proud, proud, be it. proud. As she's and showing we were- a little skin. She's like, oh yeah, proud. <laughs> hey. She's just really working that supermodel. Like she's, she's now experimenting with it. She's moving yeah. in the direction. She's yeah. moving in it. Setting all audacious mindsets. That's it. All right, you guys, we will see you next week. Have a wonderful week. And as always, thank you for listening. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.